All right, welcome to the Fantasy Football Last Call podcast. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, Dave Eddy. What is up, man? Oh, man, you know, just uh, <laughs> enduring a weird week of football, man. Woo, yes, uh, that is, <clears throat> yeah, that is, that is pretty obvious. <laughs> it's It's been a rough one, man. I, uh, I will not Ended up. I did pretty, pretty bad. And a weird DFS. Sunday night game. Uh, yeah, nobody expected 31 nothing at half, Saints. Uh, that's definitely a, a huge shocker there. But, uh, hey, it is what it is. You know, that's why we play the game, right? So let's uh, let's jump yeah. right into it, though, man. Why don't you uh, lead the way? All right, well, the game I was most interested in, um, <laughs> and I'll get to that in a minute, I guess, but um, Broncos and the Falcons, uh, Broncos 27, Falcons 34, uh, Drew Locke with a, with a pretty nice game. Uh, he went for a little over 300 yards, uh, two touchdowns and a pick, ran one in as well, and then uh, Atlanta kind of did, I guess, what you'd expect them to do. Ryan had a pretty good game. Um, obviously, Ridley was out, um, so let me try to get this name right, Ola Oh, damn, I already messed it up. Olamide <laughs> Zacchaeus. Um, he had a, a big touchdown catch um, in that game. So that was pretty nice. But um, oddly enough, I think that this Broncos team seems like they're kind of turning into um, the, the Falcons team. They got down early and, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say garbage time, but, you know, catch up time um, is where they got the majority of their fantasy points from. So. Are they kind of becoming the Falcons a little bit? And um, you know, I mean, if so, you know, what's the, what do you think of the offense? I mean, it's it's interesting. Like they were, I mean, they were flat in the first half. I don't even, I, I don't remember how many points they scored in the first half. But I mean, it was, it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't good. And then they came on and just blew up in the in the in the second half. And that's the second week in a row now. And so it's like. You know, I don't, I don't know what to really think of it, man. It's, um, I don't know how reliable that can be going forward. I mean, hey, you know, we've seen a lot of teams do it. You mentioned the Falcons doing it. You know, we've seen teams in the past that, that aren't necessarily very good. The Jaguars have done it in, you know, years ago. You know, at some point, but like second half teams, you know, when you get behind big, the weird thing is that like the Broncos defense isn't necessarily that bad, so you don't expect them to get down real big every game like that but it seems to be what they're doing oddly enough so i mean if they can keep getting picked on early i guess it'll it'll work out for drew lock and company but uh it's it's nothing that i i'm you know when you when you went all in on the lock stack and, and judy and things like that and and i kind of questioned it and i didn't i yep. didn't want to go with you on it when we were discussing it and i didn't um yeah i mean obviously what i went with didn't didn't really work out either but uh yours was a, lot, a little bit Whoops. better than mine um but uh it, Still, it was just kind of like it's hard to rely on a team getting down by 20 and then having to come back and just play catch up. And, you know, so I don't know. It's it's it is hard to trust every week, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, uh, I mean, Locke is where I was all in on for DFS this week. Locke and, and Judy and, you know, running it back with a lot of Julio just because game script. I figured that, you know, it would it would pan out like this. So, um Good for DFS, bad if you're a fan of either team real life, I guess. But yeah. um, anywho, so the, the bigger game, the bigger real life game uh, this week was Seahawks and Bills. Now, this was a game Bills won 44-34, and they were, they were up by quite a bit for the majority of that game. Uh, Russell Wilson 
didn't really um, didn't really come with his A game this week. He did have 390 yards to the air and two touchdowns. Um, ran one in as well, but he had two picks and two fumbles, and that has not been the rust that we're used to seeing this yeah. year whatsoever. So let's just start there before we get into the Bills and and what do you make of you know a fairly pedestrian Bills defense giving Russ his worst day of the year? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to chalk it up to a bad day. I know that's kind of the easy out here, but I mean, let's be real. Russ has been amazing this year, and you know he's had a yeah. he's had a, an amazing career. Uh, he, he, there's not very many games like this. I, you know, I haven't looked at like game game logs of him, but I, I'm going to guess there's less than a handful of games where he's had four turnovers. So probably, uh, I'm going to chalk it up to just a bad game, and we're just going to move on from this one. Yeah, and then on the other side of the ball, Allen had you know. Uh, a, a game similar to how we started off the year. He had, I think he had almost 300 yards passing at the half. Yeah. Uh, finished with finished with a little over 400. Uh, he had three touchdowns through the air. He had one uh, that he ran in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what you expected from from Allen. Uh, you know, you thought maybe Russ and Allen would both do this, but, but Allen definitely came through. So I guess, you know, for me, the main thought there is, you know, we, we saw a great Allen like this to start. We had, you know, uh, what what do we have? Like a three, four week lull, and then here he comes again. So, I guess, yeah. Do you feel better about him? I assume, or is it we fully back on him? I mean, look, season long, you're starting him pretty much every week. I feel like it, it's hard not to. You probably drafted him pretty, you know, p- pretty healthy draft uh, stock into him. So, and and he's been good enough all year long that you're probably starting him every week. I want to ask you a little bit about the DFS side of this. Like, you know, look, he did have that lull, right? And so, is, is it is it he's now kind of like you you want to target him again, or are we literally just going to target whoever in the hell plays the Seattle Seahawks because they are getting shredded by every quarterback? It feels like. Well, I mean, for yeah, for DFS, I think it's an easy attack every week because. You know, you you want to stack games, so it's really easy to either stack it with Russ against whoever, um, because they're obviously going to you know probably score more than usual, or to just attack that defense. And you know, normally I would say you have to make the decision between whether you want to run it back with Metcalf or with Lockett, but I think Metcalf has one hundred percent separated himself from Lockett, and he is almost a have to play if you're going to stack that game. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we talked with with we bounced back and forth with Keenan about kind of like which which one of those Seattle receivers you want to use, and I don't. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to pick on lock pick Lockett going forward. I feel like DK's really just kind of separated himself a little bit. Um, of course, I say that, and Lockett's gonna go off for fifteen and one hundred and eighty <laughs> and three touchdowns next week. Is yeah, that what he does? He might. He so, might. He might. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on. Yeah, so uh, in a game that was the opposite, we had the Ravens uh, twenty-four, Colts ten. Uh, yeah, that was that was the defensive that was the defensive game for sure. Uh, I mean, man, nobody really did a whole lot. Um, I guess I guess maybe maybe the biggest storyline I guess out of it is just simply Jonathan Taylor, who's been very missed since you know since week one. Uh, he started off the game six carries, uh, twenty-seven yards, got a touchdown. Uh, fumbled the ball and went into the witness protection program. Bye-bye. Yeah, that was it. 
So I don't know, man. L- Lamar's struggling. Um, I mean, Dobbins has looked okay. Uh, numbers weren't great today, but he's looked a lot better with Ingram not in the mix. Colts, unless they're playing the Lions, I don't know what you can expect from them. But, I mean, wh- who's going to get out of the struggle bus first between all the players in this game, man? Everyone just seems like they're in the midst of yeah, I mean, so I want to I want to go back to the Jonathan Taylor thing that you mentioned, and this one really baffled me. Like, look, I I expected the benching at least for like a few series. The entire game, come on, your running game was literally doing nothing after you put after you put JT on the bench. Like, put the guy back in. He averaged four and a half yards per carry until then. He scored. You were winning the game when he was playing. Put the guy. You got rid of. You put him on the bench. You lost the game. Right, that's on you. That is not on on Jonathan Taylor. I get that his fumble led to a, a a return, but like, come on, like, give yourself a fighting chance, win this game. You know, it, it just see it was baffling to me. Like, I, I hate the coaches that like punish their players for fumbling once. Um, I, I I I it's gonna be hard to just. Uh, to trust Taylor going forward if this is what's going to keep happening. You know, any any slip up and he's just done for the day. Um, and especially if they're going to keep Wilkins involved like this, then I, I don't know. He's he's like RB3 territory in season long almost going forward. Yeah. Like, it's getting that bad. Now, I mean, probably RB2 because we're struggling to find running backs, period. But, you know, I mean, we're looking at like kind of Zeke-ish territory now where it's like, ugh. You almost don't like starting him right now. It's bad. On the Braden side, uh, I mean, look, Lamar at least got you some decent fantasy points, but it's still not pretty, man. It's just not. Um, and nothing was really working for them. I mean, this Colts defense is solid, but like this has been kind of the Ravens' mo for the last few weeks. Uh, the run game was in full full gear last week, as we mentioned, but. It wasn't there this week. Somehow they won this game. It doesn't yeah, – stat-wise, you're kind of looking at it like – I would have – like if you just look at the stats, you're like, I, I don't know who won. <laughs> like I wouldn't know. A 0-0 zero, zero tie? Yeah, I mean there was a couple touchdowns, so we at least know there was a, there was points. But, yeah, it wasn't pretty. So it – yeah, I mean, against good defenses, I, I don't feel – I don't feel great about either one, like the players on any of these teams, honestly. Give me the Bengals yeah, every week so. against them and let them go to town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go Texans and Jags. Um, Texans squeaked one out here, 27-25. Uh, uh, Sean Watson wasn't bad, but he, he wasn't as great as you would expect of him. Uh, 280 and two touchdowns. Uh, they're sad about David Johnson got a concussion, um, and he ended up missing a good chunk of that game. So um, that was a bummer for fantasy and DFS owners for sure. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, oh boy, huh? Um, probably the, the bigger story, though, is um, Jake Luton, 300 yards. Now, granted, a lot of this was, you know, playing from behind, but whatever. It's 300 right. yards. Um, threw a touchdown, threw a pick, ran one in at the end, um, kind of giving him a chance to, to win that game. Uh, he was connecting with Shark. Shark had almost a buck 50 and a touchdown. So, um, I know the Texans defense isn't anything to write home about, um, but, I mean, that offense didn't seem to miss a beat going from the mustache to the nobody. Um, and Shark had a pretty good game. So how much do we downgrade or do we not downgrade the Jags, you know, with however long they got to uh, roll with Luton? Honestly, man, I don't know if you do downgrade him. I, dude, he looked sharp. 
he made some crisp passes, man. I get they lost this game or, uh, in the long run, but, like, he was looking good. Um, you know, that, that touchdown pass to Shark, 73 yards. I get it. You know, big play. That's not going to be reliable every week. But, like, uh, you know, Robinson was still able to get his 99 yards and a touch. It it was a pretty good day from him, man. Like, you know, every, I personally, as a Shark owner in a couple leagues, I was super worried. You know, you never like to see a guy get his first snaps. You know, <laughs> you never no. know what to expect. I had to start him in a couple weeks because of buys and everything else. But it paid off. So, fortunately, I, I'm not – I'm not thinking it's going to be a total down, a, to- a huge downgrade from Minshew because Minshew honestly wasn't really doing all that great himself. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, I think a lot of their points are, you know, they have a bad defense. And so, you know, they're playing catch up. Um, and so I, for for DFS purposes, anyone who is going to, I don't know who they play next week, but anyone that's mm-hmm. considering uh, Lutton there to, you know, play next week. He's not going to probably have an easier matchup than he did this week. So, you know, <laughs> just chill out and relax. No, and he, I don't he's think probably you're probably not playable. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're going after, uh, Lutton, but I think the role players are, their value isn't lost. And so they play green Bay next week. So at least the run game is alive. <laughs> yeah. So Rob, so it's, it's, Rob it's, is, it'll it's be all right. <laughs> It's similar. Okay. Yeah. So it'll I didn't be know who they played next week. Yeah, I just looked it up. I got you. All right. So next up, we had Panthers and Chiefs. Uh, Panthers were actually uh, pretty in control of the game there for quite a while, but of course, you know, Chiefs Holmes are just a little too much. Holmes things. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Three seventy-two, four touchdowns. Uh, of course, um, uh, they were passing a lot to get caught up here. So uh, Kelsey had ten catches. Hill had nine. Hill got in the end zone twice. Uh, CMC had a pretty nice return, uh, six nine yards on the ground, touchdown there. Bye bye. Ten catches, <laughs> yeah, ten catches, eighty two yards, another touchdown there. Um, so yeah, Mike Davis is, uh, I guess, hand. I don't even know if he's handcuffable. I guess, but One I guess that carry like absolutely crazy. I mean, he had five receptions, so that's nice. But like, I thought he'd be a little more involved than Nist the first week. I did kind of backtrack yeah, off absolutely. of my, like, I thought they might be like a 50-50 split at least the first week or two. And no, I backed off of that a little bit. The more I heard about how good he, he, CMC looked in practice. But uh, Christian McCaffrey is back. He looked explosive. I mean, 28 no. touches in the first week back. And the coaches said they were going to ease him in. Yeah, liars. Um, <laughs> no, he was he, – yeah, he looked, he looked he totally looked fine. really good. Really, really good. So – yeah, but my main question then out of here is, and you you might have answered it, but maybe not fully. Um, so if you did pick up Mike Davis, you know, as a handcuff uh, to CMC, whether it was waivers or you drafted him, whatever. After seeing this week play out, what do you do with Mike Davis now? Is he droppable? Are you just going to say, "Ah, I'm good," or do you think you need to hold on to him a little I bit? Think if you're a CMC owner, if you can if you can hold him, hold him. If not. I, I think he's. I don't know. Even if you're not a CMC owner, I think regardless, if you can hold him, hold him. If you can. But like, look, we all know other injuries are going to happen. Bye weeks are going to happen. You're going to need some spots. I mean, he's probably one of the first guys cut at this point. I mean, one touch, one rush, and five catches. Now, granted, I mean, the five catches is nice, and he took them for, uh, I have the stats up here, 34 yards. I mean, and he looked okay when he got the ball. It's just, 
it's just not there now. I mean, this is all CMC again. Um, now, maybe he's more involved than he would have been before the CMC injury, but it's still not enough. So he's probably one of the first ones cut at this point on your team in most cases. Gotcha. All right, so next up we have the Lions uh, 20, Vikings 34. Uh, Dalvin Cook, man, you, you didn't think he could repeat, even, even against the Lions, what he did last week. But, man, 200 yards, not 200 yards on the ground. Two more touchdowns, uh, a couple catches for almost 50 yards there. I mean, Lions didn't really do a whole lot. Uh, I mean, it was nice to see Swift had, you know, 13 carries. Uh, he got 64 yards there, so that was cool. Um, but without Galladay, that offense is just not not a whole lot. Um, Stafford got benched. Like it wasn't. He wasn't no, even he doing. Got, oh, he, he got, got hurt. hurt. Concussion. Yeah, he got. Right. Yeah, yeah he got, I thought he, he got, got benched at first. He did might as well have, but <laughs> but no, he wasn't that um, bad. But yeah, no, no, it's it's hard when you're missing your top option. You know, for any team, it it hurts. It hurts the lines a little bit more, unfortunately. But yeah, um, I mean, I guess you know, with Cook being back, he said two just monster monster games. Oof. I mean, unless I, I mean, I, obviously pricing in DFS matters a lot. Um, he was eighty two hundred on DraftKings this week. I think, he was I think more than even that, wasn't he? No, I think he was eighty two. Um, unless he gets up to let's say the the ten k range, which is where CMC was, was last, last year. year. Yeah. Do I mean? I guess it's hard not to kind of you know mm. fit him in. To, to a good chunk of lineups. I mean, I know he's had two great matchups, but, I mean, the dude is just killing it. Like, I mean, you couldn't oh, so ask for Chicago more. next week. I mean, Chicago is not okay. fantastic, not as good as they used to be, but they're still much better than the last two teams they played against the run. Yeah. So his ownership may just be down. His price will probably go up a little bit. His ownership will go down. So that might be a, a spot where, you know, you get a little bit more value for him. You know, you pay a little bit more, but less people are going to have him. And he's yeah. obviously the focal point of this offense. I mean, without without question, I think it is interesting to see. And I'm looking forward here his his playoff schedule for season long. Right? It's uh, mm. it's Tampa, Chicago, New Orleans. Mm. That's rough. But I mean, it's Dalvin Cook. It's hard to give up on him. But he's got a pretty tasty schedule right before it. Whereas Dallas, Carolina, and Jacksonville, it's like, oh man, like he could carry you there and then ruin you. So it's like, oh no. I mean, yeah, I think, I think though, you talking about somebody like Dalvin, like, yeah, season yeah. long dynasty, anything like that, it's a no brainer. If he's yeah. playing even at 70%, he's in your lineup without question. Of course. DFS, it's a little bit more matchup related, but, you yeah. know, the volume he gets, I, I oh, guess Tampa's a little bit tough, but I, I don't, I, I mean, he's Not just, today. yeah, he's definitely in play every week. Yeah, he's in play every single week, man. Of course. Um, so, speaking of those Bears, uh, Bears lost 24-17 to 17 to the Titans. Uh, Nick Foles was all right fantasy-wise, uh, over 300 yards and two touchdowns. Not efficient, though. And, it was bad. It was a bad yeah, game. <laughs> yeah, 50, 52 passes to get there. And then not a whole lot on, on the Titans side. I mean, I know they had a defensive touchdown. Um Henry didn't do a lot. He had, you know, 21 touches, but only 68 yards. So, you know, not much there point-wise. Uh, A.J. Brown did go over 100, had a touchdown, but uh, part of that was one big, um, you know, one big catch. So, I don't know, man. Um, I, I, recently, you know, Tannehill has not been fantastic. I, I honestly think he's still at absolute worst, like a top eight option. 
um, at quarterback. Um, but I don't know. What, what are you thinking? You know, we, we kind of see him doing a little bit of this up and down, up and down uh, lately. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, he, he's not going to burn you most weeks. Uh, luckily, like even his bad yardage weeks, I'm looking at like Buffalo where he had 195 yards. He's scoring touchdowns, right? His worst yeah. week was Minnesota where they didn't need him to do anything. He threw for 321 yards, but I mean, I think they crushed it that game. That was uh, was that Henry's big 200-yard game or whatever I don't it was. Talk, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, he's at least he's, he's scoring touchdowns. That, that's the big thing. But, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I kind of I want to look at their schedule moving forward here just real quick. And so I'm looking at it here on my phone. And, you know, going forward, we're looking at uh, you know, Indy next week, then Baltimore, ooh. then Indy again. Ooh, that's a three ooh. rough schedule. Uh. If you own Derrick Henry, you're pissed at that. I guess get it out of the way before the playoffs start. Yeah, the playoffs um, for them I mean, is, is pretty nice, dude. Jacksonville, Detroit, and Green Bay. So Henry owners are eating in the playoffs, dude. Uh, man, so, man. So, but, like, it, it, regardless, this Tennessee team might struggle the next three weeks. So maybe, yeah. like, if you get a couple yeah. bad games in a row of, like, a Henry owner or, or uh, even Tannehill or Brown, maybe you buy in on it right before the playoffs. And they they're just gonna eat, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they struggle. Like I don't think in DFS I'm gonna target any of these guys for the next three weeks. that's a brutal that's a brutal schedule. Yeah, man. I mean Henry is you know your your volume guy. And one one rule that I have in DFS, um, num- rule number two, as a matter of fact, <laughs> volume volume over matchup. And and Henry is the absolute epitome of that. More than anybody. More than anybody. But that indie team has shown week in and week out that people just do not run on them. Period. And honestly, though, like even um, even with Henry, though, like Henry, honestly, besides his like blow up game, I mean, he scored, but like he hasn't been. I mean, we've got a lot of games where he's seventy yards, fifty yards, and like thankfully he's getting touchdowns. But like, it's. It's not as good as you were hoping with him. So it is hard to pay the price for him every week sometimes. And I feel like the one week I did pay up for him, of course, he didn't score. (laughs) Right. uh, That's DFS for you. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like somebody like him, he really does get better as the season goes on just because of the way he plays and the way that offense plays. You know, he is just there to to whoop your ass and run you over. Yeah. And so that's what we saw last year, right? I mean, the first – what two thirds of the season he was average, and then you know at the end of the year he just absolutely dominated. So I hundred percent could yeah. see. Well, they were trying know, to use going... Dion Lewis a lot early on, and then they realized, nah, that doesn't work anymore. So they were like, here you go, Henry, have the ball. <laughs> yeah, but I I see him coming off a you know a bad game here, like you just mentioned. The schedule's kind of weak or kind of tough. I mean, um, so. If it's you know season long and you have an opportunity, you know if you don't own Henry, I would at least reach out to that owner and see you know what you can you know do to get him here in the next you know two weeks or so. Um, if you're you know in position to to make a playoff run because he's going to struggle a little bit, maybe you can get him a little cheap and then have him to you know ride you you know in the playoffs. Hundred percent. So lamest game of the day, um, at least <laughs> on, on paper, um, Giants against the the football team. Um, uh, Kyle Allen got hurt. I Kyle guess Allen's that's dead. Um, no. Kyle Allen <laughs> dislocated he... ankles is what they're calling it, but it looked a lot worse than that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, 
So I'm going to just simply go out on a limb here and say we're going to see Alex Smith for the rest of the year, um, which makes that Washington backfield probably even you know muddier than it was because now we're seeing Gibson get six carries this week. We, we, we saw J.D. McKissick get twice as many targets as that. So uh, McKissick had nine catches for 65 yards. Um, like, it's ridiculous. Well, but that's what that's what Alex Smith does, you know. Alex Smith check likes down, to throw those down, short balls. Down. And Gibson's whatever. not a bad receiver, but, you know, that's what McKissick does. So, um, I mean, I guess the reality of the situation is, you know, with um, Alex Smith in there, how oh, wow. How do you now view that backfield, assuming that's your guy for the rest of the year? I don't like it, man. Uh, as a Gibson, as somebody, I, I don't have any Gibson anywhere, but if I owned him, I would be looking to ship him off, honestly. Yeah. I still think his price is high enough. People like what he is and what he can do. Uh, but he's not utilized in this offense the same way with Alex Smith there. We've seen it twice now. Uh, maybe it's because they haven't had they haven't game planned with Alex Smith, so it's possible it changes yeah. now that Alex Smith is going to get all the reps with the first team and things like that. But for whatever reason, Alex Smith does not seem to use him. It's like they just don't run the ball with when Alex Smith is there. Like they like to be able to push it downfield. Although three picks might change their mind really quick. Um, you know, I think McLaurin's going to be fine. He's talented enough. He's oh, gonna, he, he, he can take a short pass and, and, and carry it downfield pretty easily. And we saw that today. Um, but it's uh, it's it's not it's not a good feeling for anybody who has Gibson. Well, I do want to ask. This is a little off script, but um, do, okay. Let's assume we'll assume Kyle Allen's out. Okay, um, let's just say that you know Alex Smith isn't impressive, but he's not you know throwing the game away. You're more up to date on this team than, than I am. So my, my question is Haskins. Do you think that we are just not going to see him? Alex Smith plays until, you know, he gets hurt or something? Or do you think that that they give Haskins a, a look? Because I mean, after losing this game, I think, you know, the hopes of them winning this terrible NFC East probably are are even less than, you know, um, you know, they had they had hoped for. But do you think Haskins still gets any run or are they just they just done with him? I think they're done with him. Hasn't I, I, I honestly you say I'm more up to date with the team, but I've tossed him aside for okay. the for the foreseeable future. Uh I wanna say he's been like a healthy scratch for a while. Oh, like that I don't know. I, I, I thought he was gonna get traded. I thought there's a good chance he would get traded at the deadline <laughs> to somebody who wanted to, you know, give him a fifth round pick, even, you know. Um, so when he didn't get traded, I, I thought, well, that's interesting. And now Kyle, I only gets hurt. And I, I know Haskin isn't really necessarily worth our time. It's just, you know, I, I found that yeah, an in interesting fact, thing that I was pondering. I'm reading a tweet. I just typed in Dwayne Haskins and all these tweets pop up. Uh, Ron Rivera confirms that Alex Smith will start next week in Detroit. Haskins will be the backup. So I guess Haskins has been the third quarterback on this team. Um, so it is what it is. All right. All right, uh, I'll finish things up here. The after the late afternoon games, Raiders Chargers. Uh, Raiders win thirty one twenty six. We thought the Chargers probably pulled out a, sh- a close one, but uh, no, uh, didn't close, happen. Uh, karma? No, it's not karma because it would be it's not opposite. karma. It's why it's it's why are you throwing the ball to your third string tight end with <laughs> the game on the line? 
Oh, I don't know, man. But uh, I, that's like a lion's thing to do, man. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> honestly, on on the Raider side, uh, I hate Henry Ruggs. I I have him in, in one league in zeros. Uh, he he got a carry. I don't know how he didn't catch anything against the Chargers. I know they're pretty decent, but it just makes no sense to me. But uh, well, they just trade away their best secondary piece. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jacob scores sixty-five yards. Carr was whatever. It wasn't really pretty offensively, like for no. stat-wise. I mean, they scored thirty-one points, but it's just, I don't really know where it came from. Um, the Chargers, Herbert, just balling, man. Just still, just doing it, you know. Uh, Justin Jackson honest was, was hurt in this game, which which just crushed people. Uh me. I, yes. I'm people, Joe. Yes. I am people. Uh, you that weren't alone, man. Oh, DFS play today. I had him in just MME. I had him in like 70%. And oh, he was in dude. all my double ups. He was in all my I mean, single It was a great entry. play. It was a great play. And yeah. I had as many points as that fucker did. <laughs> um Keenan Allen balled out again, nine of hundred three in a touch. I mean, look, Herbert. Herbert continues to impress, man. I mean, Raiders, I know, are pretty hit and, hit and miss. But, I mean, is this passing game matchup-proof at this point with, with the Chargers? Matchup-proof. Um, I actually, oddly enough, I think that they are a better version of the um, Broncos, like we were talking about earlier. It's kind of the same situation, right? Like, the, their defense isn't isn't great, so they're going to get behind. You know, um, they have a great passing game, so they're going to pass the ball with a high volume. Um, matter of proof is is kind of tough. I don't think that many there, – there's some players that are matter of proof, but I don't know, other than like Kansas City's passing game, I don't know that anyone does matter of proof, but pretty much week in, week out, that's a that's a pretty damn good option. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Keenan Allen's done it against everybody. Underrated guys, yeah. I mean, what was so it? He I did don't it know. Against, he did it against – I know he did it against Tampa – which honestly doesn't look too impressive tonight, but uh, they, they play the Colts or no? Was it? It was either Baltimore or Tampa, or I know it was Tampa. It was either Baltimore or the Colts, and I forget which team it was. It was like his first two games. You were like, "Nah, this isn't gonna work," and he crushed up. It was like, "Oh, okay." Um, no, yeah, he's been fantastic. Yeah. like I mean, and they're just, just letting him sling it, up. dude. They're just letting him sling it. I mean, 40, 40 passes of the game almost every game is just incredible. Yeah. So, um, him and Joe Burrow, man, throwing that rock. Yeah. So, all right. Um, moving on here. Dolphins, Cardinals, Dolphins win 34-31. Kind of an upset, man. I mean, I, I know the record's there for the Dolphins, but, I mean, come on. I don't think really a lot of people expected them to walk into Arizona and win this game. Um, Tua didn't look too bad, man. He looked started to get his feet under him, 20 for 28, 248 and two touchdowns, ran for 35 as well, made some big plays when he needed them. Uh, Parker caught Especially on the, on the ground too, man. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like he was, he was just making okay. plays, man. Um, Preston yeah. Williams got hurt in this game. That's kind of unfortunate. He did catch a touchdown, uh, yep. so not a total dud for the day for fantasy owners there. But um, you know, I kind think of, he had kind sixteen of a, points when he went yeah, out. Which I mean, was it was, hell of a start. Yeah, I mean, it was a great, it was a great game so far. Um, Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals secondary is, is for real too. So that, that's a pretty nice. Pretty nice day there. Uh, the Cardinal side and Murray just doing Murray things, man. Uh, he's really bounced back from that kind of you know few game lull there in the be- in the beginning of the year. Feels like uh, two eighty three, three touchdowns, ran for a hundred in a touch. Edmonds, a lot of people expected huge things from Edmonds while Drake yeah. was out, and uh, 
it just really hasn't happened. I'm not really sure what's going on. I mean, 25 carries, you're loving that, but 70 yards off of it? That's a tough, People, that's a tough defense in Miami. It is, Listen, but I mean, like, last week wasn't great either. Well, but the way I look, I mean, this was his, his first time to shine. Uh, again, volume is very important, um, you know, when we're looking at fantasy. The fact that he got 25 carries in a mostly neutral, you know, game script, to me, is very encouraging. Um, I know the 75 yards, no touchdowns, only three catches. That's not fantastic, but I, I don't know who they play next week. But um, if anything, maybe this kind of takes a little bit of that 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 luster off of him. And I, I don't think he's any worse of a play going forward. As a matter of fact, they almost couldn't have a tougher matchup unless they're facing, um, you know, Pittsburgh or, or the Colts. So, um, well, that's why I don't I don't hate Edmonds next week at all. So I, I think part of the problem is when they get Buffalo, which isn't as bad as it sounded early in the year, but. I think Drake's close to coming back. So I kind of wonder what's going to happen when Drake comes back because Edmonds has been solid, but I mean, he hasn't really been that much better than Drake was. No, but I don't know that Drake got 25 carries. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of carries, man. Like 25 carries doesn't just come around. I don't think he did either, but I don't, I don't think we're going to see the volume from either one of these guys. Um, No, it'll definitely be more of a, definitely be more of a split. I mean, absolutely there. Yeah. But if Drake is out, I love Edmonds next week. Uh, almost, depend, almost irrelevant of the matchup. Yeah, I mean, and, but real quick on Murray, is, I mean, is he got like the highest upside of any quarterback right now, with especially the way he's running? I mean, outside of Russell Wilson, just because you know that game script is going to be, he's going to chuck the ball around. Outside of Russell, sucks for once. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, outside of Russell, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean. Because Lamar, this was Lamar last year, basically. Um, yeah. And Lamar has been shit in the bed for whatever reason. Um, and Kyler has been fantastic. I mean, you watch him when he scrambles and runs the ball. That dude is stupid fast. Um, so, yeah, I mean, him or Russ, I think, are are the two highest upside quarterbacks any, any week. I'm just waiting for him to fumble the ball like 10 times a game because he carries it out here like an asshole. <laughs> but until he fumbles it, let him get I know, right? It's just like, what are you doing? Put the ball away. All right, anyway, last game here. Steelers-Cowboys. Oh, man, it looked bad for the Steelers for a long time in this game. I thought Cowboys were going to upset big time, but not had to happen. 24-19, Steelers come back and win. Uh, Big Ben threw three touchdowns. Almost, I thought he was done for the game, man. He got rolled up on pretty bad in the late in the first half. Went to the, went to the locker room, but came out in the second half and, and balled out, man. Um, Connor smashed spot, but didn't happen. Nine for mm-hmm. twenty-two, um, caught two for know, negative whatever. yards. Congratulations, yeah. <laughs> um, PPR, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why I only do half if I can help it. Uh, Juju caught six for 93 and a touch. Deontay caught six for 77. Uh, Claypool almost had a touchdown, but not quite. But um, Gal Gilbert was actually uh, pretty shockingly um, good in this game, I guess I'll say. Like, he was way better than I thought he was going to be. Uh, three for 243 and a touchdown. I mean, had this team in the game. Uh, Lamb yeah. was real good with him. Caught 71 in the touch. Um, Zeke. I don't know if he was fully healthy, man, but they gave him a lot of work, a lot more than I thought they were going to give him, but he didn't really produce. But, I mean, I don't know, man. What what do we – I mean, 
if Gilbert stays under center, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming Dalton's back in a week or so after COVID. And I mean, I would think they gave him the ball back, but I mean, like I this team so. was not good with him there. I mean, what, I mean, mm-hmm. any more hope than we've had in the past couple of weeks for this Dallas team after seeing them perform today against the Steelers of all teams. I mean, listen, I was like one of the first people that when Dak got hurt, I said, don't worry about it. Dal- Dalton will be almost as good. You'll get 95% of what you're getting from Dak. And obviously that was wrong. I think a lot uh, of us said that, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, for me, it was the fact that, you know, kind of like the Steelers, um, you know, the Cowboys have so many, so many options. I mean, their wide receiving core. Um, is fantastic. The running back is obviously you know one of the more talented in the league. Um, but that offensive line has been diminished, healthier, um, but it's still not great. Other than today, that defense has been terrible. Um, so I don't know. I'm still pretty much out. Um, it'd have to be a really good matchup for me to even trust one of these receivers. And I just I can't play Zeke right now. Um, not in DFS at least. <laughs> I uh, him for Le'Veon Bell in a in a in a redraft league. <laughs> well, hey, I didn't. Well, hey, I, I to be fair, it was it was play Zeke, and if Zeke didn't play, and oh my gosh, Brady just threw another pick. <laughs> wow, Brady is this is the worst I've ever seen Tom Brady play. Um, and I'm going against the Saints defense, so I'm getting my ass kicked. Um, <laughs> I was up 10 with Gronk and the Pats defense going against Saints and Kamara. I'm probably losing by 30 now. Anyway, to be fair, I had Zeke and then Josh Kelly, who wasn't supposed to do anything because Justin Jackson was there, uh, as my 4 o'clock options. So if Zeke didn't play, then I was going with Kelly. So it was Bell or Kelly, I thought. And I was like, eh, I'll just go with Bell because they're playing Carolina. And then they – the pan, then the Chiefs randomly decided not to run the game, run the ball at all. So whatever, it is what it is. I might win that matchup anyway. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to trust these Cowboys off offensive weapons. Like I, I, I sat Lamb. Uh, I've got Gallup in another league, and he, I mean, he did okay. Um, but it's tough to trust them right now until they kind of show that they're going to be more consistent. Uh, then, then it really is hard to trust these guys. If you've got if you've got options that are anywhere close to them in your redraft leagues, then I say you're probably starting those other guys right now. Um, in DFS, I'm probably not paying for them. I mean, I, I don't think there's really any reason to go after them right now. I mean, the quarterback play and the offensive line play, like you said, is just terrible. So it's what we got. It's right. always tough whenever they're the talent is there, but they're just not producing for whatever the reason, you know, that's frustrating. Absolutely. All right. Well, like I said, Tampa Bay is getting their ass handed to him right now. Saints just turned <laughs> it back over again. I still think it's what it's still 31 to zero, but is this game's over. We're at the end of the third quarter. So that's all I've got, man. Good luck, everybody. Hope you did well this week, unless you were playing me and uh, <laughs> we will see you all next week.